Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Addiction Solution Podcast. I'm Michelle Dunbar. Mark Sheeran and I will be talking today. Well, we're going to talk about something a little bit different that it, it does relate to uh, addiction, maybe substance use. Um, but we're going we're gonna to ask you a question. Um, do you care too much what other people think of you? And, um, and does this contribute to your preference for heavy substance use? We, along with our colleague, Stephen Slate, wrote The Freedom Model for Addictions, Escape the Treatment and Recovery Trap, and The Freedom Model for the Family. The Freedom Model is a completely different approach to addiction, and, it, and it's a real solution. There are two ways you can learn The Freedom Model privately in one-on-one classes, and that is at our beautiful St. Jude Retreat, and also through our at-home private instruction program, which we do via video conference, usually Zoom. You can get information about all of our options, including our um, online program as well, which is uh, video lessons that Mark and I did. Um, you can get the information about all of that at thefreedommodel.org. So yeah, what we're gonna talk about today is you know, especially with social media now, people get absolutely obsessed with what other people think of them. Yeah, it's um, the reason this came up is uh, I've noticed in the last two years a disproportionately greater emphasis in class time at the retreat and in private instruction, where where my guests are basically consumed. Yeah, with what what the public. Or, or social media, or even the people around them, or even their parents, what other people think of them, and and it fuels a tremendous amount of unhappiness. Right. And um, I think we all, as human beings, um, feel judged, yep. and also do a bit of judging. Right. We judge ourselves terribly. Yep. However, we see others, we tend to. Uh, that's how we think about ourselves. And and or just in a general sense, we if we're very judgy, uh, it's because we judge ourselves in, in, under those same standards, and sometimes that's painful. Yeah, you know, because you're holding yourself to a standard that's just not reality. Um, there came a point in my life where I, I, I it's not that I don't care what people think entirely. I think I, I do care. Um, well, especially but, the people that you care about, right? Yeah, you care yes. about what your kids think about you, yes. what your spouse thinks about you. So I think we all do our best to behave, and, and uh, I, I know I do, and I want to be a good example and all of that. But but honestly, I I think even from a young age, I to a great degree, I didn't give a fuck. I, I just didn't care, um, which has enabled me to navigate some pretty difficult challenges in my life. Um, building my company was really hard because I was judged constantly. Mm. And if I had cared what people thought. Oh God, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean, going against the treatment industry, going against a, a sacred cow like AA, going against treatment and telling it like it is and standing out in the field of addiction as the, as the guy who was saying it without apology, boy, if I was looking for somebody to, you know, embrace me that wasn't the way to do it for sure for <laughs> so sure. i i had to be okay with myself i and that there that's not to say i didn't struggle at times i felt very lonely and i felt judged and people said really nasty awful things about me but in the end i loved the power i had with myself i loved the fact that i didn't have to care 
and and that gave me a tremendous amount of a voice and people eventually had to listen because I stood out yeah. and and it was freeing it was really freeing to just say fuck it I'm gonna be who I am I'm gonna tell the truth and the other thing is when you do that when you make mistakes they're gonna point it out okay so be prepared that when you go your independent way and you and you make mistakes people are gonna be very quick to jump all over you well I was willing to be in that fight I was willing to say yep I screwed that up and and learn and move on so there's some flip sides to the benefits of of being your own person and that is you're gonna have to uh, own it whatever it is that you're whatever your image is whatever you decide to be whoever you decide to be own it and be that yeah it, it's very easy especially when you've you've been someone who struggled with substances right you develop the strong preference for for getting drunk getting high um, you feel judged because, you know, people are looking at you going, what the hell are you doing? Um, you know, that the whole idea that, that the stigma goes away because it's a disease is complete and utter shit because the stigma is on the fact that you like being intoxicated. Right. And everybody knows that whether you're supposedly diseased or not. Exactly. So, so if that's something, uh, the thing about what I'm trying to say is, um, being all consumed about what others think about you, whether it's somebody you love or a total stranger on the internet, is is a way to stay stuck. It's a way to not own who you are. It's almost like you play kind of a, this victim role um, and you it, it's an easy place to, to hide out. Oh, that does is that, so true. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Because when you, when you decide who you're going to be, and you really make that commitment to yourself, uh, there's no audience. It's just you making that right. decision. You're the only one in your mind, right? Yeah, and then and then you got to say to yourself, okay, I'm, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go be me, and I'm going to be happy doing it, and I'm going to find my way, and this is all for me. When you're consumed with what others think, you're doing it for them. Yeah. You know, you, you want them to like you. Boy, does that put you in a position of being in front of a bus, I'll tell you. Yeah, for because sure. Because as soon as they say, oh, you don't have talent. Oh, you don't have uh, the right eye color. You don't, you know, oh, you carry your hair that way, you know. Um, you're going to feel pretty shitty about yourself. So you're handing your happiness to other people. And I just said one day, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've always been... I always struggled as a people pleaser for a long time. Mark knows that about me and would put myself last. And because I just, I wanted people, I wanted people to like me. And so, you know, the further out there we got with what we were doing here and saying addiction is not a disease, no one is powerless. Um, the more hate mail we got, the more pushback we got, people personally attacking us. And this was even before social media. And I would have to sometimes respond to these things. And so that was how I developed like kind of like a thick skin, so to speak, mm -hmm. where I was just like, no, I, you know, I, we're doing what we're doing. It, you don't have to like it. I, I don't care. But it took me like continue. I felt like Rocky 
you know, by the time I gave up feeling, letting these things, these people that didn't like what we were doing make me feel bad. Um, it was, I was like, it was like the 12th round and, and I was like, okay, I got to not care about this anymore. And it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle, but I got to tell you, um, and I was talking to a guest about this yesterday. If I hadn't gotten over it, you wouldn't see me on Facebook live and you wouldn't see me on social media at all. I would have avoided that at all costs. But now I know, and I think what pulled me through is is I had this greater purpose. You know, I I have to be authentic. I have to be who I am. And there are going to be people that aren't going to like it. And I have to be okay with that. Yeah. You know, or else I'm not going to help anybody. Yeah. And so so how do you get peace? How, how do you build the building block of, of building peace within yourself and by being yourself, right? Yeah. It takes practice. So I, 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 I'm always enamored by the, the band Kiss, and I've talked about this on, <laughs> on some of the other podcasts, but I'm not a huge fan of Kiss. I, I, their music. I, I, You're not yeah. a huge fan of their music. Yeah, some of their songs I like, but yeah, most I don't. Too. You know, it's, it's okay. Um, what I love about them is their absolute 100% belief in themselves. When you listen <laughs> yes. to Gene Simmons, who's really He's the spokesperson. Remarkable. He absolutely, let, let, let me build some context in what I'm saying and then you'll understand where I'm coming from. Kiss is the band that takes every cliche in rock and roll that is ridiculous, <laughs> amplifies it to 11, does it louder than anybody, and makes it work. Yeah. Here's what's amazing is when you go to one of their live shows, it's louder than hell. It's brighter than bright. It's pyrotechnics. It's loud music. It's pretty fucking talented. I mean, all of it is, is the, the, the physicality of it. It's wild. And these guys are, are older men now, and they still put on a hell of a show. So the question is, how can you do that for 40 years straight and still <laughs> believe in it all and, and not care about the fact that there was just as many pundits out there saying these guys are ridiculous and and then <laughs> be doing this nearly 50 years later and, right. be, and be rich as hell still doing <laughs> the same thing. Now, I'll tell you how. You, you believe in it. Yes. You absolutely 100% believe in yourself. And when, whenever you listen to Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, the core of that band, my God, do they believe in it. They mm-hmm. love it. They they don't they are the cliche and they know it. They're like, but we're gonna we're gonna take it up so high that it's no longer cliche. And they make it work because they believe. So so it really doesn't matter who you're going to be, whether you're gonna be a shopkeeper and be quiet and that's who you are and it's wonderful, or whether you're going to be in a band like Kiss that's totally out there for everybody to see in their ostentatious craziness. <laughs> it, it and everything in between. Right. Um, It's about believing in what you want and then just doing it and saying, fuck it to whoever, whoever has anything to say about it. Just say, well, this is who I am. Now, when you decide that and you build yourself into that, it's easy. It becomes easy to be you. Yeah, it's it's freeing. It's incredibly freeing. But I'm not going to lie. It's it can be. Um, it can be painful. The process can be painful. I don't. I don't have a close relationship with my family of origin, um, and part of the reason of that is because of me deciding at one point. You know what? 
Um, I, I have to be who I am and, and there are going to be people that don't like what I have, what I have to do. Do you know what I mean? And, um, and so that's a tough thing to have to do. That was an incredibly painful experience, um, to have to go through knowing that, that, you know, somebody that I was very close to, um, decided they didn't want to be in my life anymore. You know, but that's a, but it was freeing as well, because if you are, you know, being someone you're not, if you're be inauthentic, it's, it's stressful. It's, um, it's kind of demeaning, you know, it's, it's just, it's not helpful. And a lot of people use that as a reason to stay drunk and high. They stay in marriages that where they're trying to be someone they're not. They stay in relationships that are long since dead because they're trying to be someone that they're not. They stay in careers, you know, and these become reasons to to want to just check out and, and try and escape. Um, and it just doesn't have to be that way. It, it's Life is much easier when you own who you are and you just let it go in all its glory. Yeah. So if you're if you're gonna make this decision, uh, Michelle brings up some really good points. First of all, those that are used to you kowtowing, uh, or whatever, however your life manifests itself in your daily habits, when you change, mm. those around you are confused by it, and the rules by which you once lived don't apply anymore. Right. And then the relationship is going to become strained in some cases. In other cases, the relationship will get closer and tighter. That's and, true too. And, and more extravagant and better because you might end up putting a lot more of your mental and emotional resources into people that actually agree with you and that you can uh, – The that people it, that love you for who you are. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so your life is going to shift a, a bit – during this process, but, but just be courageous and, and just know that if you're being who you want to be, or let's say you're, you don't know who you want to be. Right. That is another great point. So, so let's say you're embarking on that. Maybe you're embarking on an entirely different social structure. Maybe you've met some people that are doing something you're interested in. Um, and all of a sudden you're moving in that direction. Uh, you may find that there's some parts of that that you like, some parts you don't like, some people you like, some people that don't like you in that endeavor, and it'll sort itself out. Just go in the direction of your positive drive principle, and that is whatever makes you really happy, whatever you like about that process. Let's say you started a, a hiking group, and you're integrating into this hiking group that's been well-established for decades right, in the area and some public land near you. I can just imagine doing like the Northville Placid Trail Club oh, yeah. here in the Adirondacks, right? I don't know anybody in that club. So if I was to integrate into that, I'd be hiking some weekends with some people. I might like some. I might dislike some. But the point is the mission of going from Northville to Placid should be fun. Yeah. And, and then you just slowly allow yourself the organic process of integrating and finding those people that you like. And, and here's the beauty. When you're discovering yourself, you don't have to give a shit about anybody. <laughs> you can just kind of figure out who you like and who you don't like because it's it is organic after all. It's an organic evolution. Yeah. It's it's what we're really talking about is you know, some people are going to interpret this in strange ways what we're course, talking about. We're not saying that that you should, you know, drink yourself into oblivion and expect everybody around you to just accept it. 
That is not at all what we're saying. So yeah, please they're don't, not going to. They're not going to. Please don't interpret it that way. But what we are saying, if that's what you really want to do, if that's who you are, that's who you believe you are, that's how you believe you're the happiest, you can certainly go and do that and let everybody know you're going to do and let things sort themselves out. Yeah, you can, but you have to be willing to pay that price, of course. Exactly. You can't bitch about it. It's a high it. price. You can't bitch about it. I mean, you can, but you're going to alienate even more people and be lonelier. Um, you have to own it, be honest about it, and say, this is what I want to do. So, you know, I've worked with people here, um, women specifically, that were in marriages and relationships with, with a, a partner who is also a heavy drinker. And it's interesting because cause the, the, the onus on them that, you know, they were like, I want to move forward in my life and not have alcohol, the, the central focus of my relationship with this person. And, um, and sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't. And so that's all part of that process of figuring out who you are. And, and it, it's, there's this, as you move forward, it takes a certain amount of courage and perseverance um, to, to figure that out and work with in, within this relationship to see if that's really you want to stay in the relationship or you want to leave it. I mean, there's all kinds of choices like this that we make in our life to figure out who we are. But I do want to talk a little bit about how you figure that out. You know, and, and that, like Mark said, that's one thing, one way you just you try things. We have a, a part of our uh, program now that is in the online program called Life Movements. And I know we've talked about it before, um, but there's a process you can go through to try and figure out what you like, what you want to do moving forward and who you want to be. Um, and and so it's it's not as complicated as it, it seems, but it can be difficult. I think the hard part of organic change, right, of, of evolving as a, as a human being is when you have long-standing relationships and then those relationships change, it can be painful, seemingly yeah. painful. But when it, if the relationship itself is painful, then leaving it or modifying it or allowing yourself to not be a part of that relationship is freeing for both parties. Yes. And it doesn't seem like it would be at first, but it is. It is. And, um, and the other thing is letting go of a drinking or drug uh, habit can also be freeing, even though sure. you may interpret it initially as a loss. Right. You know, your relationship with alcohol or drugs um, is a relationship because it's a construct that you have developed within your mind. It's, it's got rules. It's got w ways that you do it. It's got importance. A lot of it way overblown. Um, which is what the freedom model helps with. Um, but it's it's a relationship. And then what the freedom model does is it shows you the facts so that you can make a decision about whether you want to keep that relationship at the same level. Do you want to continue to drink uh, heavily the way you do or drug heavily the way you do? Or do you want to modify that and change it or stop it? And, and what we're talking about in today's podcast is extending that sort of um, personal courtesy to yourself to say, I can change my relationships in general. I can change uh, the way I see other people. And I can also change whether I give a shit whether <laughs> they like me or not. Yes, yes. You know? If you're spending a lot of time on on, uh, on social media, you know, kind of arguing with strangers, and then you, you I know, I know a lot of people allow themselves to get very worked up. 
you know, over over what some stranger on the internet thinks of them. And, um, and it's just so unnecessary. Uh, you know, it, it, who cares? Who cares what what this stranger thinks of me? And then you can bring it even closer and be like, look at if I'm okay with what I'm doing, and who I am, then then, then I have to be okay with what other people think. Yeah, you know, like, like even I I remember because I'm 53 years old. And I think it took me until I was in my mid 40s to finally not be seeking my father's approval. Right. And what a painful process it was um, to to go through always like, you know, I acted sometimes like I was a teenager, you know, just wanting wanting him to give me accolades or whatever and, and trying to. And once I finally got to the point where I was like, oh, I have to be okay with me. It doesn't really matter. Right. You know, then all of a sudden our relationship changed for the better. I saw him as human, as this this human being that is full of faults and problems just like I was. And um, and I didn't hang my hat in what he thought of me anymore. Yeah. And then he's free. He's too. free. Exactly. He's free from that role too. And uh, that can only be beneficial to both of you. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a pretty awesome thing. So, so what's the lesson here? The lesson is is that as you, as an individual, comes comes to grips with who you want to be, uh, every part of your life will get better in the long term if you're honest about it, open about it, and just you know you you are who you are. In the short term it might have some pain associated with it because letting go of an old habit, whether it's a relationship or a drug problem, they're the same type of feeling. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's like letting go of a good friend. And a that's, comfy pair of jeans yeah. that rips out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, um, and then you change your style, right? You take the risk and you change your style. Um, so, so I don't know. I, I just think that there comes a point, and I hope that everybody who listens can get to the place that I got to, which is, uh, I'm really comfortable with who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And look at everybody gets old if they're lucky, right? Those that are lucky get old. And, um, and that's, that's been another real adjustment, you know, and I look at it like, like animals, you know, certain animals molt and they get new, like birds molt, they lose their feathers, they get new feathers every year, and snakes shed their skin every so often. And and I think as human beings, we do that with with things that we like and don't like. We, we kinda, as we age, we can either embrace it and and think, okay, it's okay. Like, I just got back from a, from a walk, and I, like I, I used to be a runner. And so every once in a while, and this happened today because it's beautiful out. It's like 60 degrees here. It's unbelievable. Um, I was coming up the hill and I was like, God, I wish I could run. Like I, I thought that I can't, I can't run anymore. I'm just not, not physically able to do that anymore. And, um, but for a split second, I felt like I could. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but, I but I've embraced, I'm like, I'm, you know, I've embraced being in my fifties. I actually really like it because what's the alternative? You know, it's, it's, uh, we're going to get older whether we like it or not. And, and it's okay to shed the old and move on and not really, not really care what other people think. Yeah. 
Yeah, if if a relationship is painful, strained, and difficult, uh, maybe might, take a break. Yeah, maybe worth reexamining and seeing what you want to change, and be more comfortable with yourself. But allow yourself the privilege, the wonderful privilege of being who you want to be. Yeah, exactly, and that includes a relationship with substances. If it's become painful, primarily painful, take a break from it. Take a break from it and see see if there's some way you can be happier. All right, I think we beat that horse. <laughs> thank, thank you guys so much for listening today. If you or someone you know is seeking help for a substance use problem or any other habitual behavior problem, or you want help breaking free and moving past recovery as well, you can call us at 888-424-2626 or visit our website, thefreedommodel.org, soberforever.net, or leaveaddictionbehind.com. Those are all our websites, but thefreedommodel.org is our main site. That There's a bunch of free resources there. We have videos. We have these podcasts, the whole anthology of them, and we have our digital editions of our books. You can get the Freedom Model for Addictions and the Freedom Model for the Family uh, for free by entering coupon code FREEDOM100 at checkout. You can also get paperback uh, at Amazon or one of the other online retailers or uh, Kindle versions. And the audiobook is available both on thefreedommodel.org and also through Audible and other platforms that, that do that. Um, You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and subscribe to the Freedom Model YouTube channel. You can join our Facebook group. It is private. It's the Freedom Model group. And uh, it's a great place to to ask questions and Mark and I will answer. And we have a lot of great listeners and readers who will answer your questions as well. And don't forget, between now and next week, we are still offering 50% off the Freedom Model online program. You can get to that through thefreedommodel.org. Use promotional code HOLIDAY21 at checkout, um, and that you will be half get half off that. It ends up being about $100 a month for four months, um, and it's more than 65 video lessons Mark and I did. It's about 25 hours of video. Um, And we go through each chapter in detail. And it also includes the binge construct, life and life movements, and uh, mind and brain lesson that Mark does. So thank you, everyone. Until next time. And we hope you have a Merry Christmas. This is going to come out before Christmas. Um, And uh, a really Happy New Year. Bye.